welcome to the Hyper Sloth Happy Hour with your hosts, Zigzag and Rufus, coming to you live from planet Earth, courtesy of Smoking Hits Records and Global Corp Industries. Now, grab a beer, put your feet up, and get ready for the Hyper Sloth Happy Hour. song that starts off with something about someone's beady eyes. I mean, I'm guessing that's what it says. I have no idea what he says, but I know the riff is awesome, and uh, it says free-for-all in it, so it's going to be awesome. Right. It's a free-for-all, and it's got, it's it's like it's got to be a free-for-all because it's Friday night, and welcome, welcome listeners to the uh, Rufus Hour with Zigzag and Hypersloth. Wait a minute. Yeah. What? Nothing like that. It is a free-for-all. It is a total free-for-all. Hats off to all of you that are having a free-for-all on a Friday night. Instead of joining me and Rufus, I hope that you're listening uh, from your favorite uh, hotspot, like your couch or maybe your kitchen table. You're probably listening to the Hypersloth Happy Hour while you have a little bit of din-din on this Friday night. Probably having some pizza, right? What do you think, Rufus? I would imagine so. Pizza's great for a Friday night. That used to, when I was growing up, that was... The only time we ever had pizza was the Friday night ritual for Mr. Gaddy's. Really? Unfortunately for me, Friday nights, because uh, I was raised Catholic, for some reason meant fish year-round. And I hate I hate fish, even fried fish. But there's this place where I, where I lived when I was growing up called the Chicken Coop, right? Yes, it's the Chicken Coop, but they had fish. But they also <laughs> would sell a bucket of fries, right? And I mean like Ooh. a bucket of fries, so... While everyone else was eating fish, I was gorging myself on fries all the way up till I de- developed type 2 diabetes as an adult. Well, that's worth it if you hate fish. I, I don't understand why growing up I hated fish. I only like certain types of fish now, but I, I was the same. Whenever we went to a place where I was dragged to a place that only had fish, or a lot of our family reunions and cookouts were fish-based. It was like, we're going to do a fish fry, and I was like, oh, fuck. But I, I would only eat the French fries or the hush puppies. I was I a hush puppy maniac. Can I tell you? Yeah, I like hush puppies too. Can I tell you why I hate fried fish? Or you know what? I, I actually now I like certain kinds of fish. But what I've learned not to do, Rufus, and this is my mistake when I was a kid. I never drank like milk or pop or anything. I only drank water. And uh, I wow, like ate terrible. some fish, and then I took a drink of water. And I swear to God, it's like the fish was back in the water. The taste in my mouth tasted like the most disgusting raw fish, I'm guessing raw fish flavor, that you would ever try. So on the show one time, can you take a big bite of fish and then drink a big swallow of water and see if I'm insane or if uh, I'm right that you reconstitute the fish by drinking water with it? 
It might do that. It might, yeah, I'd be willing to try that to see if it happens. It's any type of thing. I know some fish are fishier than others. No, I, I mean, I'm guessing back then most fried fish is what, cod probably, as far as I know. Yeah. And I do like Maybe. cod now. I mean, I can eat fried fish now if I have to, but you know what the trick is? Now that I've gotten mm-hmm. older, cocktail sauce. Don't be ashamed to ask for cocktail sauce with your fish. It's like they expect it now. Really? I always grill or uh, not grill. Well, yeah, grill or, or bake my fish now. I, I'll, I'll Dude, get fried like at a restaurant because they like that. You will never get type 2 diabetes like that. You'll never get type 2 diabetes with that attitude and just grilling and baking. I know. I'm, I'm, I'm behind the game. I'm, I'm slacking on my type 2 diabetes. I'm getting so annoyed with you and your clean living. Really? <laughs> clean living. You're always pushing it in everybody's yeah, you have to. You have to keep in mind that after my grilled fish, I drink like 18 to 24 fucking beers. So well, I, mean, I think I'm, I'm balanced. Include, so you're not including the 12 you had before and the six you had during the grilling of the fish, correct? It it takes 18 to 20 minutes to properly bake uh, four tilapia fillets, and in that time, I can I can down 10 beers. So yeah, dude, I can honestly tell you that I, at my peak, I could easily and probably was easily drinking 18 to 24 beers a day. That's not a oh, lie. Yeah, easily. And totally functional. Especially it's the scary part of it. I'm not advising anybody to go out and do that because I quit doing that. Because come to find out, it's really bad for your health. Did not yeah, know that. Yeah, I, 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 I could do the same thing. I remember whenever I was working a job at, uh, it's actually where I met my wife, was a, a labor hall. She came in looking for work one day, and I was like, you're too pretty to dig ditches. And anyway, we ended up getting married. But, right, uh, well, now you got her to dig I, ditches around your pad. Which is major yeah. coup, dude. Nicely done. <laughs> yeah, that's literally true. She's got post holes and shit. Wow. Kind of proud of her. It's like the dream came true. Yeah. But uh, I was I was in uh, gigging in a band, and I was working both shifts. This place opened at 5 a.m. and closed at 6 p.m. And so I would open it up at 5 a.m., work till like 11, then have three or four hours off and have to come back. And so first of all, I start the morning working. off hung over or still drunk because I had to be there at five. Right. So I, I worked the first shift hung over or still drunk. I'd go home and drink a six pack of, uh, you know, 16 ounce tall boys. Right. Right. And then I would go back and finish up the shift. And sometimes, and I, I probably should not have done this since a lot of these guys are, you know, fugitives and on the run and criminals. I would have beers with these guys in my office. And I remember one time we had a lady down from corporate, and she's like, I'm going to come sit in the office with you for whenever you close up shop. I was like, okay, cool. And, of course, I had my, my, my six-pack before she came in, and I had another six-pack. Like, in, in that big desk drawer that all those, like, metal desks have, I had another six-pack of uh, tall boys. And before she came in, I had two of those. And she sat and interviewed me, and I was, I was completely obliterated drunk <laughs> off my ass. And I'm thinking the whole time, ah, this is it. I'm totally going to get fired. The next day... I got a raise, and they let, put me in charge of the in, entire operation there. It's because you didn't pee your pants. I'm totally with you, dude. I can totally, I totally relate to everything in that story, complete to having, like, beer in the desk. No doubt about it. No doubt about mm-hmm. it. Now, you know what? I'll tell you what. When I worked at the Waterloo Ice House at the backyard, 
I know it's a mouthful. And they got bought out by the rib place. But uh, me and Nick, remember Nick Figueri? Ooh, I shouldn't have said his last name. But anyways, we uh, <laughs> we would had this thing where we would go in the cooler there, right, like the walk-in, and yeah. do a, what we called a minute beer, which was where we <laughs> opened a can of beer and like had one minute to fucking drink it. And unfortunately, dude, I got down to like the nine and a half second beer. Where I could just like pound a beer <laughs> in like nine seconds, right? And I, am, I don't want to lie, I'm proud of that. I'm very proud of that. You should be proud. You only, you only live once, dude. Be proud of the I things that, that goal to break ten seconds, and I had already done it like the second day of minute beers. You should win the gold. It, so I can have like a, a whole a Olympic event. I don't know. Remember that I sent you that link to that guy that on the Jimmy Kimmel show. They just like tossed back those fucking beers. Do you remember? Oh yeah, he just opened his yeah his throat just like opened up like a fucking PVC pipe and he just dumped it in there. And what he died at like sixty three. How old was that guy when he died? He was like seventy something, wasn't he? I didn't know he died. I I just thought oh yeah the the link to him doing it. He died. Yeah, well I know, but if you would have read. If you would have read the story, yeah, it was the, the whole thing. Like everything that I found was like a tribute to him because he died. Uh, well, goddamn! So the guy lived drinking and being happy and right. had a tribute. Thank good money. That's the way right. to go out. Highly unlikely they're gonna have a, a tribute to most people. I mean, obviously to me and you, there will be some sort of tribute, but most people don't get a tribute, do they? I mean, you get like a mini tribute when people come to your funeral. Usually bill collectors, I would imagine, looking for insurance money. I think it's a bit of good advice to do what you love to do so well that people pay tribute when you're dead, whether it's, you know, unhealthy or not. Just be the master of that thing. That's a good point, Rufus. On a kind of related note, have they ever have you ever heard them, like, declare someone alive? Is that a thing? Because you're always you always like oh they declared him dead or you know where they declared him dead. Uh, do you think like when you're born are they like you're declared alive or not? I don't. I, I'm not sure if that's an actual declaration or or some people even die temporarily. And I don't know if they get a declaration of living when they come back. <laughs> right. Right. Because I was watching the first 48 the other day and they're like trying to build suspense and they're like. The two juveniles were taken to the hospital, where one would later declared dead. You know what I mean? It was like they were trying to do fence, and I'm just like, right. well, obviously he's been declared dead, not just because that's how the show works, but because you said declared. I mean, what if they were like, yeah, the two teenagers were taken to the hospital, where later one of them was declared alive. That's an excellent observation, dude. Like you're on the edge of your seat thinking, declared what? What did they declare? What's been declared? I've got to know. to come back from the commercial and see what they've declared. And it turned out they declared war on Iraq. Oh, man. Again? You know what? For no reason? Again? You know what? When people say, I declare, I mean, how many really things can you put behind declare? Like you declare bankruptcy, you declare war, you declare someone dead. It's like the word declare is not like a good thing, is it? 
Well, in the South, where I'm from, you just stop right there. I declare. Right. You don't. You don't really state what you're declaring. You just. I declare, by God. It's a statement of frustration and hopelessness. Is it not? Yes. Yes. I declare my hopelessness. Wow. That that was cathartic saying that actually. I. I mean, it's like it's endless. It's just an awful word. We should petition to have declare taken out of the di- the dictionary so no one could ever declare war again. I declare that we do that. See, now you do you for the first time ever used it in a good way. <laughs> uh, my, my declaration of removing declaration of, of declare from the dictionary. Right. There will be no more wars. Thanks to your declaration. Excellent. So a big spring break uh, plans for you, Rupus? I'm assuming it's spring break. Uh, break. No, spring break uh, for us was just last week. Oh, that's uh, right. Uh, and nothing happened. Yeah. Well, that's good. No one got picked up or taken to jail or bit by a rattlesnake. Sounds like a pretty Nothing anyone can remember. Or that is allowed to talk about. Yeah, that's true. There's, you know, uh, you know, you don't restraining talk. orders, various declarations in place. Oh, Jesus Christ. So, yeah, no plans here either. Actually, we're going to a water park, like an indoor water park. Uh, I'm sure it's really? going to be a hoop. So, like slides and shoots and right, yeah, wading like a, pools. Like a pretty and... big one. Full of urine and probably all kinds of Girardia type stuff. I'm sure it's gonna be, should be fun. I'm sure the chlorine will kill all that, right? I'm over chlorine. All I want to do is just fucking be safe. You know what I mean? Just be safe because a bunch of people running around on wet cement and shit is just it's not safe. It's not a safe place for people. Dude, what you should do. I, I swear to God, as a joke, and film it. Flip it off. I, I'd love to see what happens. Line your pockets with yellow food coloring tablets, and then just wade oh. into the pool. <laughs> oh, my God. I have my wife videotape it? Yes. I should do that, like, the last day, like an hour before we're getting ready to leave. <laughs> yeah, don't do it the first day. Who knows? I'd probably turn into some kind of fucking crazy standoff where I get shot by a fucking cannon or something. (laughs) He peed in the pool, and then he bled in the pool. (laughs) Right, exactly. People were so outraged, they attacked the man with uh, giant inflatable noodles and beat him to a a (laughs) pulp. That's right. Jesus. Dude, someone would punch you in the face. That's how fucking crazy it is. I saw this thing the other day where this guy was doing a like a, a gag like that on someone, right? Just going up to random people and saying, dude, what would you do if I kissed you or something? That's, and this crazy, crazy dude, like you could tell the guy was on edge anyways. He's like, what'd you say to me, motherfucker? And the guy's like, I just wanted to know if you wanted to kiss me. And the guy like dropped the dude. In like one, like the fastest punch you've ever seen in your life. So apparently, like meth or crack or whatever this guy was on, makes you like super angry, but super good at punching people right in the face. Wow, I need some of that. You should get punch in the face. 
more readable than anything out the there. That's part. the scary part. If you know where to look, I like can make your own. in the face. That's the problem with drugs like that is you can like make your own in like six hours. Yeah. You know what I mean? There's no like growing of it or processing of it, or you don't need to get something from some foreign country. You just need to go like to a small Walmart trip for about twelve bucks. You can cook your own meth. Yeah, you get some Benadryl and like sea salt and just stick it in the microwave for twenty seconds. <laughs> I don't know. Is that how they do it? That's how I do it. Just that, that Arkansas half cold, half microwave cook. <laughs> that's, that's right. They call that the Walmart special. Because you guys, Arkansas, are that's the home state of Walmart, right? Yeah, it is. It, it, it is. It, it, they sell all the stuff to make a complete batch of meth in the uh, checkout aisle. It's all impulse items. You know what we should do, dude? Forget that. Let's package it together. So you're never going to forget what ingredient. <laughs> oh, my God. It's like that, that new stupid website where you can buy, like, uh, prepackaged meals that have, like, a recipe card, and you right. do all the cooking yourself. Yeah, yeah, that's it. So we'll have like the crack box and the meth box. And then like a cool beaker. Like but our beaker, it'll say beaker, but luckily it only has to be like an empty pop bottle. Yeah. Safety glasses though, dude. We just gotta make sure that we put in like a twelve cent pair of like safety glasses for people. We'll partner with the company. We'll we'll split the cost of that. Matt, what would you call that? I mean, what's a good name for a product like that? Lab in a lab in a something, mess in a bag. Wait, that's yeah, like bag a play on words. Bag of math, yes. It's a nice play on words. Bag of future math, though. There you go. Mess it yourself. The. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Problem it, is. It's, Problem is, people like can't a, wait the six hours for it to cook when they're on meth. So they like got to be out committing crimes to get more meth while their meth, <laughs> meth lab is cooking away at home. That's true. Maybe it comes with some like actual meth, like a, a buffer that tides you over while you're waiting for your actual meth to cook. They call that caffeine. They call that Mountain Dew. We call, we call it Mr. Meth. Just like Mr. Beer. We could partner with the Mr. Beer guys that make the little home kegerator. You know what? They were right. What people need to do is, like, name brand a meth. Like, but see, you would have to use, like, the Walmart names for their pop, like Mountain Lightning or whatever their <laughs> the name of their Mountain Dew is. Dr. Thunderface. I think both of those are actually true. Mountain Lightning, that's one for sure. <laughs> is it really? Yeah. I think it is Mountain Lightning. <laughs> I don't. I, I know it, one of them, Doctor Thunder. I want to say. I thought you knew about Coca such things. Right. Can you tell the difference between like a, a Walmart soda and a regular soda? Uh, I've never had a Walmart soda, so I couldn't tell you. Maybe that is that. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll try that next week. I've barely had a regular soda, but I guarantee you I can tell you the difference between, like, probably the beer that was came in cold and the beer that was warm when I bought it. Oh, absolutely. 
I have had in Texas the H-E-B versions of soda, and they are not as good. They're not. They're just not. I mean, there's you right. can tell. They're just not expected to be, though, I guess. They're like, but they'll still rot That's your true. teeth with extra teeth rotter. That's the good thing about the store brands is they're just as bad for you. They just don't taste as good. Yeah, that's true. I don't they drink it. be extra bad. Oh, that's true. It's like extra bad for you and doesn't taste as good. Man, that is so unfair. That's life, though. That's life, Rufus. Uh, you get you get what you pay for. Zigzag. Whoa. That's true. That is. I true. just made that up. I I made that <laughs> up right now on the spot. Dude, that is man. I mean, I feel like that should be a commandment. That's like the eleventh. It should. I declare that that should be a, a commandment. Yes, it's, it, and then Moses said, you get what you pay for. <laughs> ran, he ran right to uh, Walmart and got himself, I don't know, whatever you can if you're Moses. A new tablet, went to the, a discount tablet. He went, he went to the Hobby Lobby to get some styrofoam tablet. Right, he's like... I'm sick of fucking lugging these fucking tablets everywhere. <laughs> oh, Each one of these weighs 110 pounds. What the fuck? Right. Thanks, God. Yeah. It'd be funny. They would, you know what? They always like have oath. Moses is like this super old dude. Moses was probably like some fucking chiseled muscle guy from carrying around the fucking tablets everywhere. Probably more like <laughs> Sam. That's what they need to do to the Bible. They need to make, like, the old people, like Moses and stuff, in the Bible, like, young people. Sort of like the Twilight series. Oh, man, I'm glad you said that. As soon as you said young people, I thought, yeah, like Twilight. And you yeah. you, uh, you hit the nail on the head. That'd be great. They should give it that, that makeover. Someone probably has, don't you think? I'm sure, like, some TV station out there has tried that. I'm sure, yeah. Just show a little more tit, you know? That's all they really need to do. And they have more werewolves and vampires in there. I mean, Moses could fight a werewolf. Or, with a how about he could fight, like, the Archangel and all that shit. Yeah. He could even go into the Matrix with Neo, and they could bring the, the Word of God unto the brethren of the city of Zion underneath the earth. That would be cool. That would be very cool. Would they dodge bullets or not? I mean, they almost have to. Uh, they would dodge myrrh. Can you imagine a guy? Why did they bring those particular herbs to uh, to Jesus when he was born? I don't know if it, you've ever had myrrh. For incense, that's kind of it was incense and myrrh, right? Incense is kind of vague. That could be almost anything, right? That's kind is of that shitty. Like yeah, yeah back some, some incense. It's like potpourri. Turns out because they were smoking weed. Yeah, it was, it was like, code words. It was a story that was like, it was like, did Jesus use cannabis oil to heal? And you know what? What is so weird is really, if you think about it, it's not that far-fetched. Does it grow that's the like the kind of shit that they used back then. No, dude, that's how they invented the spice trails and stuff. Come on, Rufus, where oh, have you been? You're not reading enough High Times. <laughs> I don't think I've ever read a High Times. I've seen the website. I've seen a magazine once in the 90s. 
Dude, I want you to do this. I want you to join. You got to join the revolution. You've got to join. You've got to like High Times on Facebook. I don't like revolutions, though. It won't come up on your feed. I declare, well, I about that. declare a revolution on High Times. Well, they've been revolting since the 60s, right? Yeah, but look, dude, in a weird way, they're getting shit done. They were, like, in it for the long this haul. Everybody true. thinks that stoners, like, don't have, like, long, like, uh, what was I saying? Long yeah. Thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you, Rufus. I'll be here all week. But, uh, but, um, now I really did forget. Damn it. I hate that shit. Well, I, I gotta say that I, I really, really, I don't, I, I don't want to get into business too much here in the show, but. Those graphics you sent over for Bud Buddy, dude, I really liked the angle you took with the people outdoors, like actually doing shit. Because I think, oh yeah, uh, still even today, the, the perception people have is just you know some twenty-three-year-old guy with dreadlocks sitting on his couch all fucking day and mooching off the system and getting stoned. And he can use the but Bud Buddy too. We like I, him. I think you want to sell it beyond. You don't only want to sell the Bud Buddy. You want to sell the the concept you want to create oh, yeah. the market that you're selling to. Thank you very and much. That's totally that's right. right on, man. That's how that we do. Great. You have to remember what <laughs> I advertised for. You have to remember the pamphlet business has taught me all about that kind of shit. I don't even know if I could design something that wasn't didn't revolve around that, to be honest with you, and have it be worth a shit. But you know, I've actually tightened those up a lot, so I need to send you the latest awesome. version. I mean, I've I've really change a lot of shit around and i think it looks tighter than it did I, I mean those early machinations were fine but i think it's looking a lot better now <clears throat> but thank you thank you I, i'm glad that you got it i mean I, I, I tried to make it pretty straightforward you know what i mean yeah it's for ganja on the go i got one now that says ganja on the go and it's actually that's cool like our uh it's kind of explains the product more it has it's a good picture, dude. I'm gonna have to send you this one. I don't how big is stuff can yeah. you send through Skype? I could almost send it right now. Oh shit, I don't know. I think I made it big though because I wanted to see it in some detail on my screen. <clears throat> but yeah, thank you very much, Rufus, and we'll talk more about that. For people that don't know what we're talking about, we're talking about the Bud Buddy and its convenient cannabis containment. And uh going to be coming to a store near you we got uh, the 1.0 version but we're also working on a 2.0 version that'll be out in a couple of weeks so check us out at www.420productsusa.com or budbuddy.me rufus would you like to add anything to that no just check it out and buy the shit check it out and buy the shit you'll be glad you did because what it does is makes it so you can take like your weed pretty much anywhere i mean legally that you're supposed to take weed if you're legally possessing weed in every form of the word legally right mm-hmm. because the weird thing well, about the Bud buddy product is that if the if the weed is illegal it will not accept it into the into it it won't accept yeah. it. Well, you, even beyond taking it somewhere like i i don't take my shit anywhere right but i use the containers they're color-coded Right. And so it's much easier to like break shit up, fill up each container, and know what's in each container, 
And then I, I don't have to worry about un, unzipping a bag and pulling a bunch of shit out. You know, it, it's it's just done. There's no chaos. There's no there cannabis no chaos, chaos, if you will. You know what? That's what I wanted to do, too. I want to uh, – remember you put together that National Geographic cover? Yeah. yeah. And I've, I've got that Have monkey I? smoking that joint. I want to do one like that, one of these things like that. And one of the Bud Buddy won't be the the main story. The monkey smoking the the gorilla smoking the giant joint will be, but in like the side area, we'll say cannabis chaos theory debunked. You know what I mean and shit like that. <laughs> nice. What do you think? Beautiful. Love it. Can you help a brother out with that? Yeah, or you. Yeah, but I'm always doing it. You did such a good job on no. the thing, Dave. No, I mean, I could help a brother out, or I could help you out. Oh, that hurts. That cuts deep. Forget it. I don't even want it anymore. <laughs> I've had a hard day, Rupus. What was the worst part of your day today? The worst part of my day today? My day today was pretty good. I mean, it was pretty chill, pretty relaxed. I took yeah, some time off too. work. I, I I got bored today, so I, I left the house and I just drove around. Didn't really do anything, but explored parts of the town I'd never seen before. Other what was that other. like? What was the weirdest thing it was you cool. saw today? Uh, nothing weird, really. Just uh, I went from the good parts of town to the bad parts of town. Saw some nice homes and some homes that I can't believe people are actually still living in. And then oh, I drove out to the I countryside and. That's about it. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, I saw some of those houses today that you can't believe people are still living in. This one house I saw today, I swear to God, dude, looked like it was made out of old newspapers. I'm not kidding you. <laughs> Damn. I'll I mean, to laugh, I don't know. But... It's just like, and the sad part is it was like one block off of downtown of this little uh, town that I went through. And I'm just like, holy yeah. shit. There's like grills and cars in the shit. In the neighbor, you know, right up in the front yard. You're like, those must be some scary fucking people because the downtown won't even stick up to them to say, like, you got to clean that shit up or whatever. I mean, I guess they're scary people. Maybe they're super nice people and they're just like, yeah, keep as much shit as you want in your yard because you're nice. That would never happen, would it? Maybe it's the the American Pickers guys. (laughs) Those two homos. Maybe that's where they live. That you say that because when I saw this place, I said, I thought to myself, that's like American Pickers guys must know by looking at it, they're like, that's just garbage, right? You're not going to start like stopping. <laughs> Even though it looks like it's got a lot of interesting shit, you're just like, in your heart of hearts, you can tell one that's just straight up fucking garbage, I would imagine. Yeah, the only reason that came to mind is because when I was on my little exploration today. I drove by some place at this guy's house. He must be retired and fucking super wealthy. He had like a 14-car garage and it was plastered in like all these old gas station signs and I was like, right. the American Pickers would love that. But the American, yeah, yeah, so th- this place you're guy, talking about was just a landfill, basically. See, with the, people that in it. guy is the person that the American Pickers fucking go picking for because that guy looks online and is like, Eight hundred dollars for a, a sign? Yep. Right. You know, and because when you got yeah. a fourteen car garage, 
he's probably not driving around, you know, looking for shit or he's just buying shit. He's why shit costs so much. Good for them though. I mean, I that's an interesting show, no doubt. It is. It is. Those guys are kind of goofy and weird, but I do enjoy the show. I wonder if they'll ever do the ultimate pick. Which I, I mean, a human. You think they'll ever pick a human? Is it possible? They might. They might buy a black person and sell that black person to a Confederate Civil War reenactment group. Because from what I heard that, was that Frank he he actually buys a lady for forty five minutes every night on the road. But then he you sure it's a lady. Oh lady no, boy. no, I'm not. Actually, no, I'm not sure. I'm not even I think sure he likes the best of both worlds. That's what I heard. Sometimes I like look at Frank, and he kind of looks like a gayer, littler Dom DeLuise, doesn't he? <laughs> yes, he does look like a gayer, littler Dom DeLuise. Wow. <laughs> well, I mean, if you're or, making uh, comparisons. Yeah, or, or a gayer, littler Benny DeVito. Either way, <laughs> he's gay and little. Yes, he is. No doubt. There's no doubt. You know, they you are. <laughs> both of those guys do, do seem like a gay, like Laurel and Hardy kind of couple. You know that they've experimented. Come on, they're on the road, in the back roads, in the cover of nights, lonely in, in that van. van. In the van. Surely <laughs> this happened. Talking about antiques and weird shit. Yeah. You know, give me that brass lamp. Oh, that's not a brass lamp. Well, that's not a leather pouch. Oh, okay. Can you bend over and grab that for me, Frank? I'd like to get a closer look. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I wonder. You know what's retarded is if they try to like sexualize that show with that chick. You know what I mean? Yeah, she's not sexy at all. I feel like she's just kind of like humiliating herself. Because they like, find her attractive. Like, like, Damn it, Danielle didn't make that fucking phone call, stupid fucking Danielle. And then they like show Danielle back like at the place drinking coffee and shit. I think that's staged. And her, yeah, that that's obviously staged. I think, but her tattoos are fucking those weird tattoos she has. I'm like, right. She makes bad life choices. I can't <laughs> be turned on by a woman who makes bad life choices. Come to find out that Frank and I can't remember the other guy's name, that they are actually fostering her. She's just a foster child for them. A foster no. adult. A foster adult. I'd love to be a foster adult. Can somebody foster me, please? Sure, I'm sure they could. You'd have to be like in a group home setting, though. I'm going to put an ad on Craigslist tonight. Adult looking for good home. You already were. You already were fostered. You went to St. Edwards for a couple of years. <laughs> it's like, you're like the ward of St. Edwards at that point. Did you live on campus? You lived on campus at St. Edwards, didn't you? I did for my first semester. Yeah, I lived in. That was it. Man, good to be you. Yes, yes. And then you moved right into an apartment. Yeah, me and uh, a buddy of mine at the time, who I haven't talked to since, got an apartment. 
You're older and wiser. Because you lived with him, you haven't talked to him? Did you guys have a falling out? No, 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 no. It's just, uh, you know, the life kind of parted our ways. What's he doing on Facebook now? I don't know. He's not on Facebook. What? (laughs) But I'm friends with his ex-girlfriend on Facebook. Yeah, what's she doing? What's she looking like these days? How deep do you go into her picture, her photo library to check her out? Bikini pics? No, no, no. But uh, otherwise, pretty goddamn fucking phenomenal. No down the blouse, lean over, tongue out pics? (laughs) No. What the fuck? Who is this princess? Jesus Christ. Sounds like a high maintenance bitch to me. How does she ever expect to get married? Uh, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, either you, you put out a good ad or you don't. Right. I mean, if you're not going to do it down the blouse, tongue out, Miley Cyrus style, we just ain't going to hang out. That's all there is to it. I mean, my profile pick is my left testicle because it's the bigger one. It, the cool part is is the, the way that you have that tattoo on there that it makes it look like it's a dude's face. It does. It does. It does. And your testicle is like the nose. It's awesome. It's, it it's, I know it doesn't look like it, but it's supposed to be Ernest Morganine. I wanted my testicles no, to look like Ernest no, Morganine. No, it does. And you know what? I have a feeling that your cock probably looks a lot like uh, Don Knotts. <laughs> it does, but... It's Don Knotts from the Apple Dumpling Gang, which is supposed to be sort of, uh, you know, an innuendo kind of deal. Because I want to, you know, dumple your apples. Dude, you know what's crazy? I don't know what it was about the Apple Dumpling Gang when I was a kid, but I had, like, the biggest crush on that girl. I mean, we must have been about the same age or something when the Apple Dumpling Gang came out. Not me and you, me and that girl. Like, the star of the Apple Dumpling Gang. Uh-huh. You remember that movie, Do You remember the movie? I I don't. Other than the name, I barely remember anything about it at all. And the Don Knotts was in it. All right. Well, maybe I was being molested at the time while I was watching the Apple Dumpling Gang, and that's why it, it resonates so deep with me. I hope not, though. I'm gonna hope not. Well, look her up. I mean, if you guys are the same age, maybe uh, she's single and lonely. Yeah, if we're the same age, dude, she's too old for me now. <laughs> that's I'm a, a spry good point. man. I'm a spry man. <laughs> that's a, a good point. Prime of his life. Can be held back Wait, by hey. maybe five year old. Maybe she has a daughter. Hmm. There you go. Maybe she does. I like the way you're thinking. Maybe you could do the apple daughter. dumpling bang. Maybe she. Yeah, nice. Me, her, and Don Knotts, and her Asian stepsister. Yeah, there you go. And Don Knotts is only directing. Well, he's dead, but uh, maybe he has a, a <laughs> child who can direct. A picture of Barney. We just have a picture of Barney there, like hands, like his guns drawn. You know, like that classic Barney pose. Oh and yeah. His hand. Why can't cops be more like Barney? Why do they always got to beat people up? Uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. We, we, should, we should only issue every cop one bullet, and they have to keep it in their front pocket. 
<laughs> you know what a guy was telling me the other day? This is so crazy. That he um he he took like some kind of gun course, right? And they had this uh-huh. thing. People they like tell you to keep your fake gun in your pocket, and they have a guy with a knife like twenty feet away from you, like rush you, right, to see if you can get your gun out in time to shoot to shoot mm-hmm. the guy with the knife. And he's like, and nobody could. You know what I mean? And I was like, well, I guess the moral of that story is buy a knife. Because carrying a gun obviously doesn't do you very much good. But if you got a knife, you're pretty swift. Well, or, or get a gun with a bayonet on it. That, that's true. That's true. What do you think it's going to be like if they have this – they're talking about having an open, an open carry at the Republican National Convention. Oh I mean, that, is, that they, is insanity. They may as well just say, okay, everybody pull your dicks out. I mean, it's, right. it's, what's the other point? You know, it's well, just the about, don't pull the dicks out I'm a man, a I got a dick, look at my dick. I can walk around with my dick hanging out. It's the same thing as strutting around with a fucking gun. Right, except if you have a big gun, you probably have a really small dick, is my guess. I like to think that's like an inverse rule. If yeah, that, that's a good point. If, if you would strut around with a gun, you have a little dick. If you own a bunch of guns but you keep them locked up in a safe and only use them for what they're supposed to be used for, you probably get a big dick. That's true. But can you imagine, dude? That say like some of these um, people that are going against Trump show up at the national convention with fucking people got open carry, they would like waste people. I guarantee you some hot-headed Trump guy would shoot somebody. For sure. We, we probably wouldn't survive. You and I would, would totally get killed. But what we should do as a social experiment is let's both of us go through the process, get an open carry license. But oh whenever, whenever we show up at the Republican convention, Will we'll wear burkas. Or we'll, we'll dress like, you know, Saudi Arabian royalty with the whole get up and the scarves and shit. And just walk around with our fucking AR-15s. And let's see how fast that we just get tackled. You know what we should really do? What a better social experiment would be to go there, open carried out, you know what I mean? Camouflage and all that shit. And be like a, a, not a supporter of Trump. Be like a Democrat su- supporter. Because they're convinced that like, you know, all people that, you know, that we hate guns and shit like that. When they can't really be farther from the truth. But they would lo- they would probably freak them out. It'd probably fry their brain. Let's not do that. I don't want to pe- put people in the hospital. Yeah, you don't want to yeah fry the brains of twenty thousand people that have guns. <laughs> right. That's the Donald's job. <laughs> the Donald. Yes. The Donald's fallen in the polls. I don't, you probably haven't seen this. Donald's hit a little rough patch. He said some comment okay. about abortion that really picked some people up. They'd, oh, um, yeah, yeah. No, I, I think there's some hints about that. But uh, is he really injured? I mean, I I hate to say it, but it's going to come down to, to Trump versus Hillary. I don't know. That's what. Oof, that's going to be a weird circus to watch, man. Yeah. Yeah, what do you do then? Yeah, I mean, there's but, people, there's even Republicans saying that they would vote for Hillary. But at the that. same time, I, 
I also see on the periphery, obviously I don't read the news, I just I kind of absorb headlines, that the FBI is really getting interested in whatever this whole Hillary email thing is about. I, I still have no fucking idea, but apparently she's right. about to be, like, sequestered and questioned. And if she gets taken out of the picture, then what happens? Then we have a Trump versus Bernie. You know, in a weird way, dude, it seems like Bernie is really starting to get a pretty good foothold. And I don't know if that has something to do with it. But, uh, you know, people are getting the message, I think. I think they're getting Bernie's message. And, and I, like you, used to be totally excited about politics and stuff. But the the big media is, like, saying that Bernie is going to lose all this stuff to try to take wind out of the sales, I think, of the Bernie people, to be honest with you, when a lot of it's not true what they report. Now they just are right. just I, Hillary's pocket. I think so many people on both sides, on the Republican side, like real genuine people that aren't fucking psychopaths, those Republicans and the real genuine people that aren't psychopaths that are Democrats are both so fucking fed up with the puppet show that's been going on for so many fucking years that I, th- I think I think they're secretly they might might not admit it are Bernie fans and I mean I, I saw a, a video of Bernie Sanders giving a speech the other day somewhere and it was a rally it wasn't a debate it was just like you know here's Bernie he's gonna talk come and check it out and dude this is like a stadium that was fucking packed with fucking people it wasn't like you know he was in a some small town city park. Right. grandmas. I mean, it was a huge <laughs> fucking upswell of people. Well, maybe I, I think he's America yet. Uh, unfortunately, I'm cynical, and I think the corporations and the powers yep. that be are going to fuck it all up somehow in an underhanded way. But I think what it, what's encouraging to me is that it seems to me just like the people at large, the actual people like you and me, are kind of disillusioned to the point of not really being willing to fucking put up with the political bullshit anymore. You know what I'm saying? It might just yeah. be rambling now. No, dude, no. I'm totally, I totally understand what you're saying. Yeah, I definitely do. And let's yeah, I mean, it's just like big corporations are, I mean, we already gave them the power. The problem is trying to take the power back. Is it even possible? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Man, what a downer. What happened to the free-for-all? Bring back the Friday night free-for-all. <laughs> Sorry, dude. This is a Friday night sadness for all. Hey, uh... Were you going to smoke some cheese on tonight's show, or what happened with that? No, I don't have any near me, and I don't want to venture out of my office to get it, because then I'll Could get lost. interact with certain people. Are you avoiding uh, weekend interaction? Will you be able to go the whole weekend without interacting? Well, no, no, no. But uh, I'll get pulled away from the show and might not make it back if I leave my the sanctuary of my office. The purge. Hey, I saw your office online, dude. Looking pretty good. Looking damn good. Oh, not too bad. Not too bad. Got your posters, posters up. up. Are you yeah. feeling the force as we speak? The force is flowing into me. I can feel it into my left collarbone. It's for some what, reason. What, 
What is it about Star Wars that intrigues you so, Rufus, if you don't mind me asking? Uh, I don't know. There's lots of things. I think, first of all, is I just saw it at like the perfect point in my age. It was I was born in 74. My parents took me to see it at 77 on a whim. They were like, let's just see the Star Wars thing. And, you know, when you're that young and there's that much fucking amazing shit flying in your face, it kind of makes an impression. <clears throat> So you think you but remember first, seeing it when you were three? No, I don't. I don't at all oh, okay. remember seeing it when I was three. I just know that my parents took me to see it when it came out. And they said you were never the same since. <laughs> really? Yeah. Were and uh, I just think it's, it's aged well. It's not dated. The stories are – they follow, like, mythological fucking storylines that have permeated humanity throughout right. – I'm immemorial, and they're well done. And I'm, I'm talking about the original trilogy, not the prequels that totally fucking suck. But uh, they just hold up. They hold up really well, I think. Remember how we were talking about how George Orwell, like, invented a lot of shit just because he wrote about, like, submarines and stuff before? Was it not George Orwell? Who am I thinking of? 20,000 Leagues Under the Sea guy. Oh, that's uh, uh, Jules Verne. Jules Verne, like, created shit like that because he thought of it, like, before, you know, it was even technically possible. And now, in a weird way, like, George Lucas has created, like, that kind of thing where we're chasing stuff that was in Star Wars movies and stuff. Or, like, even on, you know, Star Trek, you know, that we're, we're making it possible. So the trick to writing a thing... Like that, I think, is to make it, like, so far in the future that no one could ever make the stuff. And then you'll always be selling them because they'll be like, you know what? We're still trying to do that. So people want to see that's the reruns. A good, that's a good point. I think a lot of the reason that we're making things like, uh, you know, smartphones and tablets and shit, which Star Trek predicted. Right. Or didn't predict. Is that we as a culture, I guess, become enamored with that. We want it, so we pursue it and make it happen. Right. It, it, they're not predicting it. It's just that we're like, I, I fucking want that shit. I'm going to make it right. fucking work. Think about that. Think so, about the guy that sits there and says, we're going to invent that. And then the poor guy that has to go, like, gets the job of, like, now you have to invent this because we're enamored with it. That could be very frustrating, I would think. Oh, I can imagine. And, I mean, and you, if we make the movie like you're talking about, where nothing is possible at all in any realm, that'd be great. Just watching people like try to build something right. completely insane. The whole world would probably go crazy. You think? How far in the future do you yeah. think you would have to go? I mean, you got to figure the human beings would be wiped out in the next ten thousand years, probably. You think? I. I, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, if, if we stay here, yeah, we'll be wiped out because I don't think the earth is going to last. If we right. spread out to different planets and stuff, we'll still be around. We might evolve into something that's not necessarily human, but, you know, we'll have those connections. I don't, uh, I don't see, like, us colonizing other planets. I just don't. Even in 10,000 years, I don't know if that would be possible. Well, we're already, we're already doing it on Mars. Well, yeah, I know, but I'm, you're talking about a select few people. You know what I mean? And, and an un, insane timeline. Before they think there could even be, like, 
enough oxygen to breathe on Mars, you know, if they set up one of these stations that's supposed to produce life, it's like 15,000 years from now. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, it's a, a long runway, for sure. But all you need is a, a small village of people that can survive there. It's going to fucking grow. Incestuous, probably. Yeah, it, that that's all dependent upon us not totally fucking this shit up right here. Here's the problem. Here's the problem with the Earth. Uh, water has cancer, so people have cancer. Really, without water, there's just no way for people on Earth. No, no, water's everything. And I right. think that's what, you know, it's funny. Somebody asked on Reddit the other day, like, why are, are we talking about colonizing Mars when the moon is closer? And the answer was, well, because Mars has water. I mean, that's a huge fucking step. It's all frozen underground, but at least it's there. The moon is just a, basically a big dead fucking rock. Right. So we, Got Nothing to go to some place that at least has water that we can right. thaw out and clean or something. Well, and plus, when you thaw out the water, that's what creates the atmosphere. So yeah, that's right. the problem. And you can do that. And Mars has gravity, and Mars has soil, and uh, you don't have to create an entire atmosphere on Mars at first. You build gigantic buildings, you know, and you. Have air conditioning, basically. Dude, I'm just I'm imagining you in an awesome split level on Mars with a white picket fence. Yeah, yeah, that's great. Right? Maybe a broken down car out front. Why not? It is Mars, by the way. It's not Earth, you know. Actually, Earth will be like the slums then. It'll be like, yeah, the people who live on Earth. They're that's like the other side of the tracks. But really, Earth will, Earth will be a big uh, like trailer park. Any of that possible? I think that you need like what's that teleportation? Because otherwise, I just don't think there's any way to ever colonize any other place if you have to like travel there in physically. To Mars? Oh no, absolutely not. No, we can get not to Mars, Mars in three years. No, I'm not saying Mars. I'm saying like really spread out throughout the universe to make shit happen. Oh, yeah. Well, that's a, a thousand-year fucking journey. And I don't mean getting from one place to another place. I just mean over generations, you know, that, that that'll happen. You know, how, how do we get from Europe to America? But uh, already, I mean, they're, the NASA's testing the M-Drive, which uses zero fuel and yet creates propulsion, and propulsion faster than the speed of light. And they're like, what, what the fuck's going on here? They don't even understand it. Cool. And you think about creating wormholes and stuff. I mean, you don't have to travel from point A to point B if you can warp space-time and make A and B touch. So I, I think by the time that we've reached the point where we're colonizing other planets in the solar system, we're probably a few thousand years away from we don't need rocket fuel to get anywhere. Right. We just sort of make... FaceTime work the way we want it to to get from one place to another. How about being that guy that like has to be the first guy to step through some kind of space-time continuum with no idea of what the fuck is on the other side? That would be intense, and I I think I've thought about that before. 
not in, in that regard, but with, I mean, think about the guys in the 60s that were just going up in space for the first time. Right. I mean, what kind of balls did you have to have to be like, yeah, I grew up on a farm Put me and in it's, a, you know, 1959. I'm going to get in this little fucking plastic or metal bun. tube and go up out of the earth. I mean, that's some fucking ball. I think those balls have right? existed for a long time. But see, what they could do then, though, they would use animals and kind of test that out. Time continuum type thing. I mean, are you... Uh, you think you can go across and come back? I mean, chances are you wouldn't be able to come back at first. Do you think? Dude, have you have you seen the the movie Interstellar? It came out, I think, in fourteen or twenty fourteen or twenty fifteen. What happens? I can't. It's really remember. good. It's. I think it won a few Oscars, and it's really good. It, it's kind of about that. The Earth is disintegrating, or you know in other ways getting fucked up. And so NASA has this special adjunct to their department that's secretly looking for something not even close to us. Like they go through a wormhole and end up in a completely different part of the universe. Right. And they send some people there. And that's kind of what the whole story is about. It's like, how do you get the balls to do that? And then once you're there, like what do you expect to what find? What do you do? I mean, just, I'm weird. talking like there. You could poke your head through this time hole or whatever, dude, and there could be like you stuff that you wouldn't even recognize what it was. You know what I mean? Like your brain exactly. couldn't process what it is. You know, it seems like it could easily like retard you or something. I mean, I'm talking like yeah. when people talk about they take these DMT trips and they just see the fucking craziest crazy shit. You know, it just doesn't make any sense, like lightning bolts, but they feel like they're inside the lightning bolts, you know what I mean? And they can see, like, where every lightning bolt is headed. But, you know, there's nothing, like, physical of this realm. There's not, like, a tree or a face or a letter or a number. I mean, that just seems fucking like it would be so terrifying. I know, but don't they always come back from it, like, not being terrified? No, no, yeah. I'm not, not... I'm not thinking... Yeah, right, you're right. And, I mean, honestly, nothing exists except in, in your fucking mind. I mean, I don't perceive the world the same way you do. My brain is interpreting photons and feedback from whatever the fuck my body's bringing in, but it's not. <laughs> do you ever think maybe, thing? like, when somebody, we were talking about death last week, do you think, we're like, when somebody dies in your life, right, somebody that you know or whatever, you're, like, somewhat responsible for that because – your reality is them dying. You know what I mean? They're like no longer here anymore. Does that make sense? Or am I just totally stoned? I'm just, it's like, they're just part of your reality. So maybe they're not even real. They're just dying in your mind. Like you're saying, you know, and we're not even, I don't know. This is really good weed. No, it is good weed. That's interesting because there's a, a few ways to think about that. I mean, everything is interconnected, right, whether we want it to be or not. I mean, it, it is. People don't perceive things that way because people are compartmentalized, and we kind of view the world through our own perceptions and have that sense of self. You know, this is my world. Everything right. I see is me. But really, everything everything comes down to physics and atoms and interstellar just interaction. I mean, that's all... 
we are. We are. So why wouldn't so why we, be we be just a part of part the ebb and flow of everything else? Everything so, else. Yeah, so some yeah, of the guys, guys, guys that you know, maybe there maybe is there some part in their past or, you know, limited present where you played a role in that, whether you wanted to or not. And even in a way that they don't right. even fucking understand, you know? Or just the even you knowing them, I mean, I don't know. I don't know. I was thinking about this the other night, and it got, I was like, no, that's too scary. Too scary. Because it's like you're like this intertwined little story where, okay, that guy's dead, so he's not part of the story anymore. I'm part of the story, but I'm going to be dead, but then someone that knows me is still going to be alive. You know, but then at one point when the generation goes, it's like nobody even fucking remembers you. Nobody will remember you. I mean, think about it. No one's going to be like, great-grandpa Cliff. You know, unless you're still alive. Maybe great-grandpa Cliff, but never be like great-great-grandpa Cliff. You know, and they're telling stories about what a rascal you were. Yeah. yeah I, I think in that way, you'd have to do something pretty profound to be re- remembered that long. But then you're just talking about memory. I mean, you're not really talking about, you know, anything esoteric or weird. This is other people's perceptions based on what they've been told or, or read. Kind of, but we've kind of come full circle during the show because this is kind of what we were talking about earlier in the show. Like when you get a tribute, you know what I mean? When someone like has a tribute to you, that's a pretty big fucking deal. It so is, as the founders of Hyperslot and as the founders of the Bud Buddy and 420 Products USA Corporation, I think that they'll at least have a day. I think the kids will probably have a day off school or something, at least. It looks, I'm sure, just like every town across America has a Martin Luther King Jr. Boulevard, there's going to be a Hypersloth Lane. I like Hypersloth Way. We'll call it Hypersloth Way. Ooh, I like that better, too. Yeah, that that, that implies a lot more. Yes, it does. Hypersloth Way. And they'll be like, damn, those dudes are just getting so deep, even from beyond the grave. I can't handle it. They even named it Hypersloth Way on purpose. Bastards. Ooh, do I hear a dog barking out there? Uh-oh, power just went out. No way. Yeah, no way. <laughs> Weird. I heard the dog bark. Probably, you guys well, probably barked it. Uh, the weather's been kind of weird around here lately. Is it warm or cold there right now? Oh, wait, I'm an idiot. Power didn't go out. My laptop went to sleep, so I lost the light. <laughs> I'm I'm sitting in a dark room with sunglasses on because I still think that we do this so visually. I know. I was thinking about that today. My monitor went to sleep and the power, you know, it got dark and I was like, oh, shit, what's going on? What is the best way to do that? Just to Skype the show and then upload it because I really missed that part of the show. And it finally got to the point where your picture was good again. So it was even more pleasurable. Because yeah, I guess, but one of the best parts of the show. I, I still need to call it on my phone because we have a there's an audio delay on Skype. Right. But I think oh, so. Trying to think how we could do this. I mean, I should be able to call you on Skype totally separately, right? If I don't use yeah, Skype yeah. to call in to the show, I'll just use the direct connect. 
But there was a big or delay call there, wasn't there? Instead of using the direct connect, just use the, the host call-in number on Skype. But, uh, well, you may have to buy Skype minutes or whatever for that. Well, no, but, oh, yeah, I could do that. No, I've got unlimited minutes, I think. I paid 60 bucks or something. Uh, I even, you know what, they even tricked me, honestly, God, those fuckers at Skype tricked me into buying $10 worth of credits that I didn't even need. Because their ad was so misleading that I didn't know if I needed it or not. And I'm like, well, I want to be able to call Rufus and call the show. So I'm like, I guess I have to buy $10 worth. And I've had $10 worth for like three years now. Scammers. It is. It was a total scam. I got scammed like that some other way not not too long ago. And I'm like, I, they purposely made it so it was misleading and I didn't understand what was going on. And I'm like, didn't realize till after I had purchased something that I didn't even need it. Have you ever noticed that? Yeah, yeah. And with and with Skype specifically, I've noticed that. Them fuckers. So, so the electricity's back on. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. I mean, it, it was never off. My monitor just went dark. Uh, I know, I know. I'm just laughing that you are not high and that happened to you. <laughs> well, I've had, you know, my 24 beers. <laughs> Is that all? When's your next trip to Fort Smith? It'll be tomorrow. You guys do a one once a week trip? Yeah, once a week. Are you going to smoke some marijuana and drive into Fort Smith or not? Is that off the table? That's off the table. until I'll have to practice that. I haven't done that, that yet. So I'll have to smoke some weed, maybe just drive around the yard a few times to make sure I can pull that off. <laughs> well, you just make the old lady drive. You just sit in the passenger seat and enjoy the ride, baby. Do you trust your wife to drive? She's a, yeah, she's a terrible driver. I'd just be hyper paranoid the entire time. Is she? You know what's weird is I can't figure out if I trust my wife to drive or sometimes I just don't want to drive so bad. I just am like, fuck it. I'll just put my life in her hands because I don't feel like driving. I always drive. I I. I want to drive. I want to be in control, period, of when we start and when we go, when we leave, and when I've got to pee, I want to pull over and do it. I don't want to say, hey, can you pull over? Even even in a band, when we went to gigs, like, far away, we had a van, and I would drive my own truck. I'd be like, no, fuck you guys. You know, you'd be that the band so people. You drink. Just... That was so you could drink on the way there. Without being judged. There's no judgment when you're driving your own car. That's true. There's not. Except for, you know, the cops behind you. But I could always outrun them. Who cares what they think? Nobody cares what they think. I saw this thing today where this guy, it was a social experiment, right? And this guy invoked, like, every right that he had. Cop. You know what I mean? Just invoked his rights. Wasn't arguing with the cop or anything. And the cop basically went fucking bananas. Because the guy's like, I'm invoking my right to, you know, to not... They have, like, some right where you don't have to talk to the cops, right? They even say, you got the right to remain silent. Mm -hmm. So the guy's like, I'm invoking my right to remain silent. And the cop's like, what's your name? He's like, I'm I'm telling you, sir, I'm just invoking my right to remain silent. Where's your ID? You know what I mean? And, like, started fucking... Wanted to pound this guy into sand. Was crazy. 
They had no, to bring us. Is that because the cop was a dick or like not well trained? No, the cop was a dick. But I mean, it's frustrating. Yes, but the cops are just so used to coming up. I mean, the guy wasn't doing anything, right? But they're like not doing anything made him look suspicious. Okay, that was their take on it. Well, we didn't know what you were doing. And the guy's like, well, I wasn't doing anything. <laughs> you yeah, don't need to know what I was I doing. I was joking. I wish I was joking. And and they're like, well, and the, and the guy's like, why? What? I mean, why did you, why are you bothering me? And they're like, well, you weren't doing anything. And he's like, yeah, right. And they're like, well, that's suspicious. <laughs> that's suspicious. Where was he at where he was supposed to be doing something? Was he at a... <laughs> A crap yeah, show where he's got to weave a basket? What? He was just walking down the street. It was crazy. It was <laughs> That's insane. It, I'm telling you, dude. And they called, like, the sergeant and stuff because he's like, am I being detained? Because, you know, they can only keep you for less than five minutes unless they're detaining you. And they're like, no, you're not being detained. <laughs> and he's like, okay, I'm going to go. Then and they're like, hold on there, buddy. And he's like, you just said I wasn't detained. They're like, we're, we're detaining you. I mean, I'm being dead fucking serious. They just trumped up all this shit on this fucking guy. We're stopping you because you're not doing anything. Yeah. That's insane. The one, the, it's blowing like 40 miles an hour wind, and it's uh, it's Minneapolis, right? So it's like fucking 10 degrees out. And the cop's like, well, you know, when you walk, when you were walking, I saw you look away from me. And the guy's like, I didn't even see it. I was turning my head to get it out of the wind. So he was being suspicious because he wasn't staring directly at the cop. Jesus Christ. What it's like out there, Rufus. I want you to be careful out there in Fort Smith tomorrow. Probably some gun-happy Trump supporters going to fucking hunt you down. <laughs> like the new kill. That's true. That's true. Waiting for the GOP, just shining up, just shining up the old gun for the GOP convention. I am in the South, boy. It's I was I'm, I'm spoiled growing up and, and living most of my adult life in Texas, where Texas is a different. Texas isn't the South. Texas is its oh, own thing. country. It, it basically is. I mean, I mean. In terms of yeah. the South, I mean, Texas is pretty liberal. It's pretty common sense. And that is a lack. It's, it's not a Bible Belt state at all. It's certainly not compared to uh, Arkansas. Boy, this place is Republican through and through. And I don't mean just like passive Republican. I mean, it's, it's uh, in weird. your face. Not in your face. I mean, nobody Are you really like gets Trump up supporters in or your Cruz face. Or but just some daily conversations with people and the stores and stuff. I mean, it's it's a Bible thumping right wing place. Close minded. Don't want to think about anything other than you know the bullet points, basically. Jesus, it's really. Jesus, country, high school football, cousin best. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. Jesus country for sure. So what about this poor guy that drives around with this big weed Confederate flag? He's a confused motherfucker right there. It turns out he's the dad of one of my son's best friends in school. Really? 
Yeah. I I, I was thinking Sounds my kids told like the other day. Sounds to the kids. My, my wife started a new job, so now I have to take my kids to school. And I was pulling into the school behind the long line of cars, and sure enough, there was that truck with that Dixie flag with a pot leaf on it. And my son said, that's, that's Alex's dad. Alex is in that truck. He's friends with Alex. I was like, really? And so apparently he's friend. I, I haven't talked to the guy. I have no idea what that flag means, but... Well, I mean, I don't know how much he's leaving out there for people to try to understand about his stances on things. He's got a giant Confederate flag with a weed uh, leaf on it. I mean, I think he's pretty clear about his where he stands on things. Oh, he's got two flags. I mean, this guy, like I said, I haven't talked to the guy, but this guy has two flags. He's like an enigma. He's like a, a Republican-Democrat sort of hybrid chimera weird fucking beast because on one side, he's got a flag. Chimera. This is on his truck. It's, it's obviously a work truck because it has, like, this railing and work boxes and tools and shit. And on one side, he's got a flagpole with a Dixie flag with a big pot leaf on it. On the other side, he's got a big flag that's just the American flag. And I'm like, are you... I can't pin this guy down, and I'm almost afraid to talk to him. Obviously, he's like the one guy in town that's allowed to deal pot or something. He's probably the guy paying off the cost, because you don't put a giant weed flag on your truck and just drive around with it, I don't think, unless you're, like, looking for customers. Especially in a small-town Arkansas town in a dry county where you can't even buy booze and yet this is brandishing a a, a gigantic pot leaf. What a great fucking place to sell weed. Think about it. No fucking booze there. No beer. No nothing. I mean people, he's probably fucking got a clientele list from hell. Probably needs that whole truck. Every one of those toolboxes is probably full of weed. I'll ask him tomorrow. How tall is this truck? Or Monday. It's just a, a, a small red pickup truck. I mean, it's not like a, a huge truck. It's just what a pickup plug. truck. So it doesn't have a... I'm, I'm, I'm imagining it with like one of those giant like exhausts that you have on a freight liner coming out of the, the back of the truck bed. <laughs> you know oh, what's no. funny? You know what I'm talking about? Have you seen these trucks that these guys have with like these huge fucking exhausts on them that come out of the truck bed like behind the cab yeah yeah i saw like a little tiny truck like that a couple weeks ago and i'm like that is the fucking stupidest thing i've ever seen and then like an hour later i saw a four-wheel drive bw bug that was like the wheels were like as tall as me but it wasn't an old bug it was like a new bug so it was like gay looking but no i'm gonna have to get a picture of that so i can i I pass it all every day on my way to work so i'm gonna get a picture of it and we can put it on the hypersoft website because it's fucking ridiculous okay speaking of the vw bug when did the vw bug go from being 
like a 60s, 70s icon, icon of individualism and, and you know, experimentation and traveling and experiencing the world to this gay little fucking thing that comes with a flower in the dashboard. <laughs> it's like they, they completely misinterpreted the whole intent of the audience. And they made this stupid little gay little R2-D2 robot out of it. I think it happened when Oprah gave them away. I think that's kind of what started all that. God, fuck Oprah. She should give them all away. It's funny that you say the flower, because I can't even tell you how many times I wanted to fucking take one of those flowers and, like, smash it in someone's face that was driving one of the cars. It's, it's, it's fucking stupid. Pull over, pound on the window. When they roll it down, grab that flower and, like, smash them in the face with it. I think I'd go to jail for you that. Know, uh, I think he would, yeah, but it'd be, it'd be worth it. It probably would be I mean, worth it. There's some marketing executive at some point, or not even a marketing executive, probably a marketing intern that was fucking a marketing executive. He was like, uh, when we reboot the VW Bug, let's make it all about hippies, and they like flowers, so we'll put a flower right. in it. And they're like, Someone get on the phone and source a flower from China. Yeah. <laughs> a plastic fucking flower that costs two nickels and doesn't even mean anything. It would just have to be a fucking flower. Just give me a flower. For Christ's sake. And that's what they came up with. Instead of like a cool 70s like flower power thing, they came up with like something that looks like it should be in like James and the Giant Peach. Right. They should have just remade the original fucking Beatle. Right. Zigzag. I gotta ask you a serious question. Oh, don't do it. Why is it that you and I, and I'm being dead serious here, see the world so clearly, and yet everybody else are fucking idiots? You know what? That's and I'm not. Question. I'm not making a joke. I'm not making I, a joke. I, I understand. I'm, I'm, I totally understand what you're saying, and I don't know why, Rufus. I don't know why because. I mean, I know that we're somewhat special, but I don't feel like we're, like, incredibly special. It's like people don't even have common sense. It's like common sense, you you can't get it. I feel feel the same way. Like, I don't feel special. I don't feel like HyperSelf is particularly special. I feel like I, I should, and I'm obliged to. But you and I, somehow, we... It's almost like we're in the top tier of the bleachers at a high school football game, and the game that's being played is the world. And we're just looking at it like, man, look at these stupid fucking kids. God damn, they think this shit's so important. Oh, well, we'll we'll just let them play. You know what, though? But we're not even just looking at the kids. We're also looking at the audience and saying, what is wrong with these people? Why can't they interact correctly? Where? Where is the mutation? You know, we just have to find the mutation and correct it. And then we'll be, like, surrounded by our peers. But, alas, that can Good never point. happen in our lifetime. So let's just let's just steer this fucking ship as good as we know how, Rufus. That's all we can do. We just take control of our part of the ship, and we steer it the way we want it to go. Uh, I'll do my best. But look You're doing the, a good uh, job. The Bud Buddy stuff up in rolling quick. Now that yes. you've got yes. the uh, awesome marketing campaign figured out. Yes. I just sent that to you, by the way, via Hightail. 
Use Hightail if you ever have anything over two gigabytes. Free, cause uh, they rip you off for 159 bucks when it gets to 10 gigabytes. But what do you do, Rufus? What do you do? I, I guess don't know. a lot of people probably aren't sending stuff that's 10 gigabytes, though. I'm, Me, unfortunately, I'm the exception because pamphlets, like 30 and 40 page pamphlets, when you send like working files that aren't PDFs, you know, they can be color corrected and shit like that to a printer, ah, yeah. can be like easily be 8 to 10 gigabytes with all the photography and oh, stuff. Shit. Oh, yeah. Oh, yes. Yes, yes. Did I tell you that my computer broke down? Uh, you called me the other day that the hard drive got fucked up. Yeah, now. and now it's finally working again after I got on. Apple support pissed me off because they told me it couldn't be fixed, right? That I would never get my my uh, information back. And I, I asked mm-hmm. the guy, I'm like, what if I use like Disc Warrior or one of these you know, other things? And he's like, no. Did I tell you this already? He's no, like, I don't think not. I don't think that'll work. I don't think that'll work. And I'm like, okay. So I almost didn't try it. But then I'm like, you know what? What do I got to lose? They got a free trial where you can try it, and it shows you if you can get some of the stuff back or not. So I try it, and it works, all right? And I'm like, God, that fucking pisses me off. Because they they were just like, just give up on it. You know what I mean? You can throw your hard drive away now, even though it's got, like, your daughter's baby pictures and shit on it. And, oh, shit. Uh, and, and come to find out, I had, like, backups of everything, but I didn't even know it. But um, not on that computer, though. So I, I have to talk to him the next day because now it was just crashing, right? My computer would start up and just start over. Just start and, like, start over, like, t- be on for, like, two minutes or whatever. And I told the guy, I'm like, what's up with the guy telling me that I couldn't use that software? He's like, oh, we're not allowed to tell you to use any uh, third-party softwares and shit. And I'm like, so because you guys don't want to tell me to use somebody's product because you don't make a product like it, right? I was supposed to lose my fucking daughter's baby pictures. So some other guy didn't make fucking $19. You know what I mean? That's just, that's what's wrong with America. Yeah. Yeah. Of course, he was in... He was in uh, probably India or somewhere. I'm sure he wasn't an American. He was making 12 cents an hour and happy for it. But was obliged. You, you know what drives me crazy is everybody's like, get rid of the Mexicans, get rid of the Mexicans or whatever. And, I mean, they're, the Mexicans are going to have to move back to Mexico, Rufus, because all the businesses are moving to fucking Mexico. The Mexicans are going to have to move to India and China. <laughs> no doubt. Good point, Rufus. Good point. They've already got their Mexicans, though. They're called Indians and Chinese people. <laughs> That's true. That's true. They're practically enslaved. <laughs> right. They're full of. They're full of Mexicans. Yeah. This create. You think Donald Trump can build a wall? You think it's possible to? to I mean, they're. I don't know. I mean, I know he'll try, but what a failed fucking attempt will that be? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what you do there. I mean, yeah, we got to have people coming in, but they got to follow the rules. I mean, right. I get refugees are one thing, 
Because you can't just have people flooding in your fucking borders. But where do you draw the line? The, the problem is that no one has any good idea about how to handle that shit in a humane way. It's either right. let everybody in or fuck them, don't let anybody in at all. And uh, I mean, you got to vet people and know if they're going to be good for society. Uh, it's complicated. That's why I don't give a shit about politics and want nothing to do with it because it's a, it's a big headache. But, yeah, you can't just Imagine winning say, that job. No. God, no. No. Does Donald know that you can't quit being – can you just quit being president like that guy quit being the pope? Which I didn't even know was possible. Remember that? Didn't a pope like a couple years ago decide he didn't want to be the pope anymore? I think he did, yeah. Wow. I was just like, yeah, no thanks. I mean, usually you, a pope dies in office. No matter how, like, wanna... his last years he can't do anything. This guy's like the pope. I think that pope that retired is like the Bernie Sanders of popes. He's just like, you know what? I've had enough. Blah, blah, blah. Let's get on with this. Let's not, uh, you know... I'm not going to keep it going under the fires that all my, I don't know, what are they, cardinals are, like, running the shit because I can't think for myself and I'm pooping my pants. I mean, that's what the leaders <laughs> do for the people. He's pooping, he's pooping his pants. Right, yeah. I mean, you, I mean, when the Pope is 94, 5, 6 years old, you, I don't know. You know, I don't see him making a lot of rational decisions or any decisions for that. Fact. I mean, Obviously, the Roman Catholic Church is just as dirty as any American politics. Well, this goes to show how sort of insane that is, that you would be willing to keep a 94, 95-year-old person in charge of absolutely everything. But same thing can be said for the uh, Supreme Court of the United States. I mean, once you're elected to the Supreme Court, you're fucking there. And you're how calling the shots until you die, no matter how old and senile you get. Did you just – I just read something where they just passed something in favor of unions that had been stalled in the Supreme Court for 20 years. But the only reason it got through now is because that Antonin Scalia guy died. So their shit Jeez, has just been held right. up in deadlock for 20, 30 years. Because yeah, exactly yeah. what you said, because these people are living in their archaic – dream world, you know what I mean? Where whatever background they come from is just they just don't change their opinions. Well they don't. I mean if they get hired in the nineteen sixties or seventies and they still have the same job until now and it, it, just like any job. I mean you only focus on what your day to day bullshit is. You don't right. deal with the outside world. Same thing with Pope. I mean it, I don't know. Humanity's fucked up. This is what I'm talking about. I'm just in the bleachers watching this shit happen, powerless to fucking do anything about it, and it's weird. It's weird. It's amusing. I don't know if powerless is the right word, Rufus. You have the gift of song and the gift of voice and the gift of creativity. You have many gifts that you could put together to get a message out there, and I think that's what we're going to be trying to do here pretty soon. And I think that's what we've been trying to do for the last two years, to be honest with you. And I think yeah. the people that have listened to the show have probably been touched by the show while I touched myself on the show, you know, and then, like, everybody is happy in their brain. 
I I've been touching myself since, since the show started. I'm quite frustrated at this point. Really? Release. I've released three times throughout the show. That's well, you've never been able to last. But, uh, you're, you're right about that. The first time, let me tell you, no doubt. Unless I've been drinking vodka. I've scarred many women with the old vodka or the dick of stone. A pint of of vodka. Nothing more frustrating than uh, the dick of stone after a pint of vodka, that's for sure. I mean, I can't imagine what these guys on, like, uh, Cialis and shit feel like when their dick gets stuck hard for, like, four or five hours like a good old piss boner. Just like What about Russians? I mean, mean, Russians drink vodka all fucking... Maybe that's why they're so antagonistic and... Like on the they the dick of stone like constantly. See, but there's a fine line between the dick of stone and the dick of droop. Because <laughs> I think it's about a, probably about a half a pint window there where you teeter on the edge of the dick of stone or, you know, the dick of droop where you just are like drunk and like whatever. And I think that's where Russians like to go. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just not well. I mean, the angry ones. I don't know what's wrong with them. I think it's Chernobyl. It could be Chernobyl. Yeah. It's in the water. For the fact That's that we, we beat the rest of space race. Chernobyl needs to have their own commercial. That just like the, the tagline is, "It's in the water." Oh my god. Have a bunch of people like sitting around in like hot springs and their hair falling out and stuff. Could happen, you know. It's like the Disney World of Russia. <laughs> it's like the Disney World of polyps and tumors. You say, why not send people that have cancer there to stay there for free? Because oh I mean, it's like, God, it's like a free vacation for the rest of your life, which is going to be two or three weeks. God, I should never say that because I'm sure I have fucking cancer. I'm almost sure of it. <laughs> Knock on wood. Come on. I mean, if you don't have it, you're going to have it for sure. Because it's like you live long enough to get cancer. This is true. Here's me. It's like every pet I've ever had has almost died of cancer. And I have to ask myself, what the fuck is in the food or the water? You know what I mean? Have you ever had, like, a childhood pet that died of cancer? I mean, I've had some die of old age, but more often than not, lately, it seems like it's cancer. No, I've had a lot of pets. In fact, I was uh, enumerating them on my fingers just today while driving around. And I've, I've lost them through many other means, non, non-cancer means, or had to get rid of them. But, no, I've never had a, a pet with died of cancer. Really? Yeah, yeah. Usually you just have them put to sleep? Yeah, or I, you know. Because they have cancer? Or what? I got a pond. Oh, you got a pond? A lot of skeletons at the bottom of your little pond there, is there? Sure, sure, yeah. Down there with, you should get, why don't you get some, like, uh, scuba diving equipment, go diving and see what's in the bottom of your pond. My pond is not that deep. I think I could wade through the entire thing and not even get, like, 
shoulder deep in it. But I'm afraid be to because cool. it's in the middle of our horse pen now, so it's surrounded oh, by horse shit. And every time it rains, the horse shit gets washed into the pond. So it's going to be a filthy, disgusting petri dish of, you know, horse yeah. poop. Because it grows. I would imagine it grows algae and stuff pretty good then, too, because the environment is rich with uh, caca. It's actually pretty clear, and uh, there's some fish in there still. Yeah, yeah. There's we got a lot of minnows and little perch or something. Have you ever caught a fish out of there? No, we we fished a little bit last year and never caught a, a single one. Really? We had big fish in there last year. Yeah, they're probably still in there. I mean, fish like don't die out during the winter. They just kind of stay down there deep sleeping. I've never seen a dead fish floating on the top, so I can only assume they're still there. Ooh, scary. Fish are scary to me. I don't know why. They just, all right, maybe it's the idea that they live underwater is pretty fucking scary in its own right, and they're so strange looking, but touching a fish, ever since I was a little kid, and people are like, let's go fishing and stuff like that. When I was a kid, I caught a fish, and I grabbed it, and the stupid spine of the fish cut my hand, and I've been scarred for life, Rufus. Now I don't enjoy oh, anything shit. about fishing. So much show that I probably imagined that when I drank that water after eating that bite of fish that it tasted like fish. No, that's what ruined your entire fish experience. Yeah. I've never been a fan I've never been a fan of fishing. It's just such a fucking hassle. I I think catch and release, I think is what I'll do from now right. on. I agree because with you. Because you just get the fish, you throw it back. But when you're wanting to keep the fish, you got to keep them alive while you're trying to catch other fish. Right. you got to cut their heads off and pull their guts out and skin them and scale them. I mean, come, fucking come on. That's right. And I went, I went, like, on a fishing trip, like, five or ten years ago, uh, where me and a bunch of my buddies went out and we went fishing. We got up real early, drove up to Lake Michigan and went fishing. And, uh, like, have, we bought, like, three cases of beer for, like, five guys. And halfway through the fishing trip, we were out of beer and had to, like, drive back in and get more beer and go back out fishing. Yep. That's kind of no. probably – I'd probably be dead if I fished on, a, on, like, a weekly basis. Well, I think the same reason that I, I, I don't really like fishing is, is because I, I don't like hunting. And I didn't right. know for the longest time that, like, if you hunt, if you kill a deer, you can actually take it someplace and they'll – handle all the messy work you know they'll turn it into like sticks and yeah i didn't know that because my family my dad my uncle my grandpa they always did that themselves so i'd see them like shoot a deer and bring it back and then they'd string it up and spend like six hours like skinning it gutting it and making sure that every little steak and flank and shit was cut off i'm like i don't want to fuck with that so i've never been a hunter but you know what respect respect to your dad and your grandpa and your uncle for doing that because i'm saying the reason there probably would be less animal violence and like people wanting to hunt and shit if you if you shot your fucking deer and you had to do that yourself i bet like this is true people would fucking hunt because no one wants to that, do that. that it's always great when you just is, go out and shoot something in the face and be like i hunted for it you know but if you got to process it that's like that's that's where my hat off to you. That is absolutely true. Even my dad and my uncle and my grandpa, 
have said this. They're like, you know, we don't shoot an animal unless we know that it's going to provide something because we have to deal with dragging it back six miles and then, you know, processing it. And even my dad, he got into the point, well, my dad and my grandpa and my uncle both, they they all would use everything. You know, I mean, obviously you can't eat the, the guts. Well, my dad would. I mean, he well, makes sausages stuff. Right. But even my dad, he got to the point where he would take the skin and my my grandpa taught him how to do this, and he would tan it, and he looked up like Native American recipes on like how to tan a fucking deer hide, and it turns out that every animal, or at least every animal hunted by Native Americans, you can tan their hide with brain matter, and every animal comes with enough a big enough brain to tan their entire hide. So my dad was like making teepees and chairs and you know boots and all kinds of shit out of it. We well, didn't always shit. eat everything that was made. But, uh, yeah, th- that's why I never did it, because I didn't want to do the work. I I enjoyed the hunting experience of being, you know, in, in the cabin or in the campground or whatever. And, and of course, I, I, I love venison. But, yeah, they always did everything themselves. I had no idea that you were so free-range. You're just like a free-range person. Going around eating your deer, living in your camp, your hunting camp. Damn, dude, I admire you. You're gonna be a oh, sweetie. Shucks. You're gonna be good eating one day. I can tell. Me, I'm just <laughs> my, like that. My. I'm just like that pig in the trough with his head stuck between the bars. <laughs> his head stuck between the bars. That's great. I'm happy though. At least I think so. I don't know any better. Well, my meat will be tender, but it'll be gamey. Yeah, you'll be a little chewy. There's no doubt about it. No one will really probably brag about eating you, except maybe that they caught you. Me? I'll probably <laughs> yeah. go to the finest steakhouse uh, this side of Chicago, and someone will say, probably unbutton their belt and be like, yep, just had the best steak of my life from that thing that just sat in the pen eating the grain. Was delicious. <laughs> awesome. On that note, Rufus, I think we're gonna wrap up the Friday night free for all because I gotta piss like a racehorse. I was gonna say the same thing. We're on the same wavelength. Uh, I will get in touch with you about the Bud Buddy, folks. Check us out. We're gonna get the Bud Buddy rolling. I don't really have a choice. Uh, it's is midlife crisis time. We're 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 getting we're. If you're going to say shit or get off the pot, I guess we're shitting. Right, Rufus? I'd say we're officially in shitting mode. I'm shitting while I'm getting off the pot at this point. That You are a multitasking fool. So remember that, folks. Take it from Rufus. Shitting while getting off the pot is possible. You just have to have the right attitude. So till right. Tuesday, this is the double Z. Going to give you a... Catch you next week, folks. You know what? We're going to play out again though, with beer as food. And this time I won't awesome. forget that I put it on when I go to take my pee and come back 40 <laughs> minutes later and the show's still on. So if you awesome. ever listen, if if ever there's a thing of silence, keep listening because usually I come back and then I give Uh-oh. it a little secret uh, double Z. Oh, uh, really? Thing. 
Not tonight. I probably won't now that I said that. But uh, you can listen sometimes and find out some there. All right, folks, we'll catch you Tuesday, uh, 8 Central and 7 wherever Rufus is. Where are you at, Rufus? I'm Central. So 7 Central is 8 wherever you're at. God, I'm never going to get that right. All right, here's your suit from the legendary Hypersloth. I declare it official Hypersloth Day. So take a stroll down Hypersloth Way.
with the double Z. I'm still with you on this uh, hyper happy hyper sloth day. That's what we're calling it. Uh, hyper sloth day is April Fool's Day, but we're going to call it April hyper sloth day from now on. And you don't play jokes on people. You write a song about them that's jokingly funny, and then you humiliate them in front of a group of their peers. So what we're going to do now is I think we're going to listen to Little Fried Eggs and Ham to wrap up the show tonight. Uh, Thanks for staying with us. I told you I'd have a little something special for you, and here it is, Fried Eggs and Ham. Yeah.
Now we're going to take it into Farmer Song because I'm going to smoke me some.
Can't stop, won't stop. Let's see. You know what we should do now? We're going to play the one that started it all. Internet love song from the band, the Super Duper Duo, Rufus and myself. But there also was a band with us. At one time, we were called Hypersloth. Before we jettisoned out into our own uh, super thing, we were part of a band that we created. So I guess, really, we were the band. So whatever. Here's Hypersloth with Internet Love Song, 1996. Yeah, we were way ahead of our time 20 years ago, almost to the day. Adios. Picard. 
Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Jumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Jumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.